One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 136. Before I get into the episode, I just want to say that you are going to hear some background noise in this one. I couldn't believe it as I was editing. Unfortunately, we have no childcare today, so you're going to hear a lot of crashing and uh, Casey yelling in the background. I hope it is not too distracting, but I didn't want to re-record and I did want to get this out to you today. So here we are, and I hope you can bear it with me. If you're like me, you can probably relate to spending a lot of your life trying to fit in from wearing the same clothes to those around you to using the same kinds of language and words to having the same hobbies. We have a natural human instinct to try to fit in. But I know for me that life got a lot more fun and rewarding when I stopped spending so much time and effort trying to fit in with everyone else and instead really started leaning into who I really am. This is one of the reasons that I love marketing so much, because in marketing, we don't benefit from simply trying to fit in, from playing small, and from doing what everyone else is doing. The most effective marketing isn't the marketing that looks and sounds like everyone else's. The most effective marketing is marketing that makes your brand stand out. And that's what today's episode is all about. In the first part of this episode, I'm going to talk about why it's so important to stand out with your marketing. And then I'm going to share a lot of ideas and tips for creating marketing that actually makes your brand stand out. So let's jump right in. Why is it so important to stand out in your marketing? The interesting thing that I've noticed about small business owners is that we, and I include myself in this, tend to look around at everyone else, assuming that everyone else knows what they're doing and that they're getting results. And so we can kind of just replicate what they're doing. There are certain things that this kind of learning from others works really well for. For example, there's no need to reinvent the wheel when it comes to how you reconcile your bookkeeping. If someone shows you an easy, effective system that is fully compliant and that works for you, great, just do it their way. But when it comes to anything related to the products themselves that you sell, and especially marketing your products, there's really not a lot to be gained by simply observing and modeling after others. For just about all of us, we sell products and services, and other people also sell products and services that are in our same category or industry. Put yourself in the shoes of your ideal customer who wants what you have to offer and is seeing a lot of different options in front of them. The reason that it's important for us to do marketing that helps our businesses stand out is to help that ideal customer know that we are the right fit for them. If we spend all of our marketing time and effort simply replicating what everyone around us is doing, we're doing the exact opposite of standing out. In fact, we are blending in. Our job as marketers is to show people what makes our products and services unique and an especially good fit for our ideal customers. 
All in all, making our brand stand out helps people remember us and it helps them to understand why we're best for them. So that's the easy part. Hopefully I've convinced you that making your business stand out is important and that we can't get there by simply copying and pasting what everyone else is doing. Now let's get into the part that's a little bit harder, and that is how we actually go about making ourselves stand out. I think there are two things to talk about here. First, we want to get clear on how what we have to offer actually is different from competition. And second, we want to figure out how to market our businesses in a way that clearly shows how we're different from everyone else. The first step is getting clear on how what we have to offer is different and special. And this is one of the most important and useful activities you can do in your marketing. Marketers have a term for this. It's called your USP, which is your unique selling point, sometimes also called a unique selling proposition. Your USP is generally a couple of carefully crafted sentences that explain what you have to offer, who it's for, and how it's different from your competition. Now, people often get hung up on this, how it's different from everyone else part. So I want to give you some permission that I wish someone had given me. You don't have to be the only one in the world who has the selling point that you do. You just need to be different from the vast majority of others. As an example, let me talk about my unique selling point for two of my businesses. First, for you product-based businesses, let's look at the unique selling point for my first business, Good Sheila. So here's some context up front, and then I will read the unique selling point I wrote for Good Sheila. So Good Sheila was my first small business, and through it, I make greeting cards, art prints, and vinyl stickers. My key differentiator for Good Sheila is that my greeting cards are meant to be both a card and a piece of art. Many of them are sized 5 inches by 7 inches intentionally, which is a very common frame size, so that they can be mailed, framed, or ideally both. So knowing all of that, here is my USP for Good Sheila. Good Sheila offers plant-inspired greeting cards, vinyl stickers, and art prints for nature lovers so they can bring the color and vibrance of the outdoors into their homes. Unlike other greeting card companies, our cards are designed to live a second life as art, minimizing waste and maximizing beauty in your home. Okay, so for those of you who sell your expertise or are service providers, let's use let's look at another example, this time using my membership program, Making Good Happen. So Making Good Happen is a membership for small business owners that's full of marketing, training, accountability, events, community. And what makes this program different is that we're focused on making sure that we don't just learn and consume information, but that we actually make things happen. So here's how I might write a USP for Making Good Happen. Making Good Happen is a membership program for creative small business owners who want to do more effective marketing more consistently. Unlike other business programs, we celebrate action taking and implementation over everything else so that you actually start seeing the big results you know your business is capable of. Okay, so again, there's no one right way to write your unique selling point, but the key things that you want to make sure are included are what you sell, who it's for, and what makes you different from everyone else. In both of my examples, you probably heard me use the language unlike other greeting card companies and unlike other business programs to make this explicitly clear. So now that we've clearly articulated our unique selling point, what do we do with it? Well, this is a good question. This isn't something that you necessarily need to put as is word for word on your website or in your social media posts or anything like that. But it is something that you should keep handy and top of mind as you create your marketing content. A very important part of standing out is making sure that you are always communicating what it is that makes your products and services themselves actually different from whatever else is on the market. 
Okay, so now let's get to my favorite part of this conversation, which is how to use your marketing to help you stand out. What marketing strategies and tactics can we use to make our businesses stand apart from the crowd? Well, I have quite a few ideas for you. Let's get right into them. So first, my first piece of advice is to be human. Put yourself into your brand as much as you can. This means your photo, your voice, the words and expressions that you use, video of you, if you're comfortable doing that. Across the board, in all of your marketing, we should be able to see and feel the human or the multiple humans behind the brand. This is perhaps the most powerful way to stand out because it's the only thing that no one else has or can have. No one else has your voice, the way you talk, the tiny micro stories from your day that you can share. If you're like most people, you might feel like your life just isn't that exciting and why would anyone care anyway? Well, let me tell you, people connect with people. It is way easier to build a relationship with a person than with a corporate entity, which is why I encourage you to put as much of you as possible into your marketing. Your social media, your website, your emails, your ads, if you do them, your longer form content, everything you release should feel like it was created by a human, a human who cares, a human who is sincere. The fact of the matter is that there is a secret sauce when it comes to marketing, and that secret sauce is you. My second big tip for standing out through your marketing is to create before you consume. Now, this one sounds simple, but practically speaking, it's very difficult. For most of us, consuming content is baked into our habits. We scroll social media, we check our email inbox, we get bombarded by ads on the internet or watching TV. There's a place for consuming other people's content for sure, but I want to encourage you to always start by creating content rather than consuming. When you sit down to create something, ask yourself three questions. And this exercise is called the no feel do exercise. I didn't come up with it, but I use it all the time to help me put more intention into my marketing. So when you sit down to start creating a piece of content, ask yourself, what do I want my ideal customer to know? What do I want my ideal customer to feel? And what do I want my ideal customer to do? Always create by first having your own perspective, thoughts, design ideas, etc. to avoid your content just being a carbon copy of someone else's. Now, that said, there is a place for things like Canva templates and trending audios, ways of creating content that basically use a framework or a meme as a template. A couple things about using things like trending audios and templates. First, I would recommend that you intersperse this kind of trend-related content with totally original from scratch content. And second, I recommend that you always approach these types of trends and templates with the lens of, how can I make this my own? How can I jump on this trend or use this template but put my own unique spin on it? Okay, so let's talk about my third tip for doing marketing that will help you stand out, and that is to take a stand. So many of us want to play nice. We don't want to ruffle feathers. We don't want to repel anyone. But the truth is, people who feel neutral about you are not the ones that are going to do the most good for your business. Let's focus on being fully ourselves, leaning fully into our values and opinions, understanding that not everyone is going to be on the same page but that people who are on the same page are going to feel much more connected with us. What are the things that you feel the most strongly about? What matters to you the most? What do you believe in? Being willing to let your voice be heard is one way to not only stand out, but to advocate for what matters to you the most, which is such an important way to do good through your small business. 
Okay, so fourth on my list of ways to stand out through your marketing is to establish your brand through repetition. Brands are created through repetition, not through the things that we do once. This may seem counterintuitive because we always feel like we have to create new things from scratch all the time. But the thing about building a strong, memorable brand that stands out is that we actually need to be consistently repeating ourselves in a bunch of different ways so that people start to recognize those elements as our brand. The ideal scenario is that at a certain point, we've established our brand so strongly that when someone sees a piece of content or marketing that we've created, they immediately know that it's ours without seeing our business name. You can start to do this in big ways and in small ways. For example, I've built something of a brand around talking about how perfectionism is so damaging. And in fact, I use the word imperfectionism as what I aspire to do and be. People often tell me that this is something they think about me for because I talk about it so often. So that's a bigger thing. Another thing I talk about often is that my least favorite color is purple. And so people often talk to me about that too. And no, there's no marketing reason that I dislike purple. I'm sure it is lovely in your branding. I'm personally just not a big fan of the color myself. So some of the things that I recommend that you think about repeating in your marketing content so that you really start establishing your brand are your visual branding. So things like your colors, fonts, etc. The types of photos and the vibe of your photos. Do you want to be consistent with these things? The words and expressions you use the themes of content that you talk about. So these are also called your content pillars. What topics are you talking about on again and again? Little moments for your day from your day that you consistently share. So maybe you always share your morning coffee or a walk with your dogs, etc. Okay, so let's move on to my fifth suggestion about standing out through your marketing, which is to add value. If you've listened to this podcast for a bit, you know that I'm really big on adding value. I believe that at least 80% of your marketing content should be adding value. That is, there is some key takeaway that is useful or helpful to the reader aside from simply asking them to buy. Your content can add value in so many ways. It can humanize you as a business owner. It can inspire your audience. It can reassure. It can entertain. It can educate. It can teach. Ask yourself, what does your ideal customer need to learn when it relates to what you have to offer? What do they need to hear? What would inspire or entertain them? This content can and should still be related to what you sell. But doing marketing that in and of itself is genuinely helpful and valuable to people is a great way to set yourself apart from others because so many people and businesses simply don't do this. My sixth suggestion for standing out through your marketing is to be consistent with your content. Again, this is on my list for how to stand out because this is another thing that not many people do well, consistency. Now, consistent doesn't mean you need to post or email or release marketing content every single day. It does mean that you commit to a general schedule that works for you and your life and stick to it. This helps you stand out because you're going to keep popping up and staying top of mind for people. How often have you made an order because you saw an Instagram post or got an email that reminded you that you wanted to buy something? I have done this many times where the person that I end up buying from is often the one that I just heard from and that reminded me that I wanted to do this. This is the power of consistency. When someone has a need that relates to what you sell, if you're consistently in touch with them, chances are they'll think of you first. Finally, my last tip for standing out in your marketing is to optimize every touch point. And this kind of sounds like marketing jargon. So let me translate what I mean by that. 
I want you to think through every opportunity you have to interact with your audience and your customers and think about how you could make each experience as positive as possible. For example, how can you customize the order confirmation that someone gets after they make a purchase? Could you make it fun somehow? Could you put a GIF in it? Could you set really clear expectations so that your audience knows exactly what's next? What could you do here that would make it more than just a boring transactional email? How can you make sure that your customer service emails and interactions are creating a really positive experience for people? Even the ones who are writing in with problems with their order. I like to ask myself, how could I make this a win-win? And almost always, there's something creative that can be done to turn around a potentially negative situation. From all of your interactions in your marketing, to the experience of using your website, to the experience of purchasing from you, to all of the interaction and customer service that come after that, I want to encourage you to think about all of these moments as big opportunities when it comes to marketing. Opportunities to really connect with your audience on a human level, to add some positivity to their day, and to make a positive impression. Okay, so there you have it. Why I think it's so important to focus on standing out in your marketing and some of my best tips on how to do exactly that. You can find the show notes from this episode at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 136. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful to have your support. Here are three ways that you can give back to making good. First, I would so, so, so love for you to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast player. Second, if you have a friend that you think would enjoy the podcast, you can send them this link, makinggoodpodcast.com slash 136. And finally, take a screenshot of your podcast player while you're listening to the episode and tag me on social media at Lauren Tilden. I would love to connect with you and cheer you on. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.